Welcome to the Erasmus Foundation podcast. My name is Paul Nugent. Are you looking for answers to life and its meaning? Then this may well be the very podcast you need to listen to. In a series of podcasts, we are going to look at the difficult questions of life and apply spiritual knowledge to find out the answers. Hello. Today, we are going to look at the subject of confessions. Are they necessary? Now, this is most probably a reflection of the Roman Catholic belief system, but others also believe in confession being a helpful thing to do uh, on a spiritual uh, level. So with me today, I have Padina to discuss this. And so greetings, Padina. Greetings. So confessions, what is the point of confessions? Does it help, do you believe? Well, it might help some to release themselves of perhaps a form of guilt, a form of perhaps regret in that they have done something and it might ease their conscience to then share that with another. But that does not necessarily mean that they should have to go to a stranger or a person of the church who may not be someone close to them to confide in. But that is their choice, of course. And people within the Catholic religion see this as a requirement of their beliefs that they must do this. And are you saying that there isn't any other benefit than what you're suggesting to a confession? Not in the way it is practiced, I would suggest no. But what is important and is really a requirement of all people is that one should spend some time, perhaps in the quiet hours, in the evening, at night, to reflect on your day, to look at yourself, do a self-inspection, to consider how you have been, and when interacting with other people, how you have come across, how you have behaved, and so very often, this will give you a clue to appreciating your true self if you give it sufficient thought. And from there, 
one could then spend time, perhaps in meditation, to delve a little deeper, to question the cause or the root of why you might have said something or done something within your day. And if it is a weakness, how that has come within your being. Or indeed, may it have been a strength, which is again something you should recognize. Now, whether you call that a confession or really just simply getting to know yourself is another question. Thank you, Bedina. Now, as we both have said, the Roman Catholic Church in particular is very strong on this, and um, they talk quite often about sins, which you and other spirits have quite clearly said there is no such thing at home or indeed on the earth. So why did the Roman Catholic Church introduce this idea of confession? It is to recognize your sins, as they say, and recognizing and coming to a better understanding of yourself is, of course, a great benefit and something all people should do. But the word sin has the flavor and association with punishment, which is not correct. No one is punished in spirit or by the great mind for what they have done, for what they are, for misbehaving or doing anything in error which is our way to describe when somebody is incorrect. They are in error. But this does not require that they should be punished. Not at all. If that were the case, would not everyone, perhaps, in many, many parts of their lives during their day, then have to be subject to some punishment. So that is really quite ridiculous. There is no punishment. Even the most evil practices, the most evil things that are done they are not punished. Some people might punish themselves, and that is a different thing. But there is no punishment in spirit. And if someone returning home 
in darkness has been evil within the life, then they would sleep for a time when they would be recharged, re-energized, they would reflect on what has happened, they would be given guidance and support by another more ancient spirit than themselves to help them work through this. And when that time has allowed them to be recharged, restructured, then they are permitted to awaken and then come back to their spiritual home. But that is not a punishment. That is simply a consequence of how they are. Thank you, Bedina. As you've said many times before, over the years that I've known you, that man is going to make mistakes. He's going to do things the wrong way. He's going to do many things in his life that maybe after some thought may regret what has been done. And some individuals are not really wanting to share these things because perhaps they are very private to them and maybe not ready to tell the world. So secrets, Padina, should they remain hidden? Yes, unless one is free to share them and wants to do so, but everyone is entitled to retain some information which might damage others or themselves if it was revealed. So, of course, you might be responsible enough to not freely give out information, especially one should only do this when one is prepared to share information with another who can be trusted. But in life, there are many, many times in the course of living the life when one must retain some secrets, of course. I'm assuming that these secrets eventually will come to light in time. Well, the truth will always surface, yes, indeed. And there's an old expression of the earth that a person might take that secret with them to the grave. And indeed, many do, of course. Mm. 
and not everything is always revealed. Now I understand, particularly um, when you're dealing with um, other countries, maybe other organizations where giving information away could be damaging and therefore you need to keep it to yourself. Hmm? I, I appreciate that. And that. That must happen quite a lot. But that's not a sin or anything like that to retain a secret, is it? Because we've established there's no such thing as a sin. Only in the minds of men. Okay. So you talked earlier on about confessions and how maybe a good way of approaching it would be by doing self-inspection and getting to know yourself. And I think this is probably, I think sure you're going to say this, is really the way to go about dealing with the mistakes that we've made in our life. Is that correct? Oh, indeed. Recognizing when you have been in error, first and foremost, that is important. And in recognizing it, and perhaps vowing that you would not repeat the mistake, is another thing. And further to all this, you would leave that in the past and move forward. Having made the mistake, having learned the lesson from it, it is left behind and you move forward to progress. Not carrying a burden of guilt with you. That would be wrong. That would be an error. You might reflect on things in your life, looking at the mistakes and not wanting to repeat them. That is correct. But to carry the guilt, which eats away like an acid, which is destructive, damaging to the individual and potentially others as well, it has no place or should not within a person's life. It is something which should be cast away, wrapped in light if necessary, bundled and parceled and tied up and rejected in light and should no longer remain a part of you. It should be abandoned. It's interesting you should say that because a lot of people do suffer from guilt. I've, I've suffered from it myself in the past. It's something mm -hmm. I've done and I really regretted um, doing it and also felt the pain of the experience repeating mm. itself. Mm. So is, is there a, a manner of dealing with this? You mentioned putting light around it, but how do you really stop 
yourself from feeling this way? By coming to a simple understanding that having made a mistake, as perhaps it was meant to be, tapestries within your lifetime, that such a thing would occur, meant to occur, to teach you something. So it had a purpose. In happening, it gave you the benefit of hindsight and learning and progressing from that. Without that happening, you would not have the benefit of that learning and you would be missing something. So look back on your life, look at the mistakes you made and enjoy them as a mistake, as something worthwhile that taught you you know very well you would never want to repeat it. And that is enough. But to know and understand the benefit of that experience, the joy life gives you in the learning, which you take back home with you in spirit and helps your development and evolvement. It is all something positive. So you leave it in the past, where it is, in your memory, as all part of your construction, leading you to where you are now. So one should be grateful and pleasured to be where you are, having learned so much, having gained this progression up to this point, and look forward to more experiences in the future. Now we believe when we make mistakes and we obviously feel remorse for doing this, and we believe that we are trying to better ourselves, as you say, through the mistakes that we make. And I suppose the only person that's really not surprised by all this would be the great mind who designed our tapestries for that very purpose. Indeed. Indeed. He knows having prepared your life, your tapestry of life, what there is to experience and how mistakes you would make would benefit your learning and help develop you. That is all part of the structure and design of the package you accepted as your tapestry of life before you came into this world when you would have seen some of the events within that life, you had to be shown these things to enable you to choose your tapestry of life, which was offered to you. So certain mistakes would be seen 
before they occurred, knowing full well the benefit that that mistake would have given you and perhaps benefited other people from that similar same experience. Thank you, Bedina. Now, we're coming again to the end of the podcast. And I'm wondering whether there's anything else you'd like to add before we close? No, I think, I think I've said sufficient. It, one is entitled by right to retain some private space and to some knowledge which you might consider a secret which is really just knowledge and you are not obliged to reveal everything to everyone no thank you very much Padina. thank you thank you the erasmus foundation is a spiritual teaching and healing foundation based in Laxfield, Suffolk in the United Kingdom. We have a webpage www.erasmus-foundation.org. If you would like to be a guest on our podcast or indeed have further questions for us, then please contact me on paul at erasmus-foundation.org and we'll do our best to accommodate you. Thank you very much for listening.